the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bird Dogs Shorts. Dominate your summer with an amazing pair of shorts and get a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That is birddogs.com slash pool. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome back to the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice of the guys. Me, really real villain routes are from Jim here at your service. And we are back. The dynamic duo here for another award breakdown. We ha- went through MVP. No, Coach of the Year. This started all the way back at Coach of the Year. We went through Coach of the Year. We went through MVP. We went through Offensive Player of the Year. And now here we are, the 2023 NFL Defensive Player of the Year Award Preview with my guy, Scott Studio Reichel. Scott, what's going on? And nothing much. A pretty busy day doing an MLB show earlier. NBA had the tennis show, which I got to do later. So overall, a bit busy. But of course, I can always make time for the NFL uh, looking forward to going through the Defensive Player of the Year Award, uh, just breakdown in general. A lot of fun, and I know that, well, I'm not sure if any of our team's guys are going to win it, but maybe we can make a case or two. Hey, hey, I I could see myself. Well, no, you, you probably could have somebody that could win it. You have a chance. I mean, let's just talk about it, because this award is kind of like the – MVP award where it's pigeonholed to a couple of positions and that's typically the type of people that win it. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if you were waiting for me to jump in there. Yeah, uh, the really just comes down to which pass rusher you want to take to win the award because usually that's how it goes. If you want to actually look up the history of the event, Stefan Gil or the award, Stefan Gilmore did win the award back in 2019 mm-hmm. but that's basically it. If you want to go just reading off the list here, you had Bosa, who ended up winning it in 2023. He deserved it. It was either him uh, or potentially Parsons, but they gave it to Bosa. But you had Bosa, TJ Watt, Aaron Donald, Stefan Gilmore. That's the corner. Donald again, Donald again. Uh, you had Khalil Mack, T- uh, JJ Watt, JJ Watt. You had Keekley in 2013. So from mm. 2014 to 2022, it's been pass rushers and Stefan Gilmore. So <laughs> pretty much you're looking at a defensive lineman or edge rusher that's going to win the award. Yeah, pretty much. And I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, we, we're going to talk about him because he actually does have odds and they're pretty high. So we'll talk about him later, but there is a player that I feel like could potentially buck the trend if anybody, but it's, it's again, highly, highly unlikely and let's just start up in the hundred somethings because we got a few players here, a hundred to one odds. Jalen Ramsey, Harold Landry, Derwin James, Danielle Hunter, Bobby Wagner. In the past, I have thrown out Derwin James as a long, long, long shot to win Defensive Player of the Year award. If he it has never healthy. panned out, he has never stayed healthy. I still say to this day, 
if Derwin James gives me a, well, now 17-game season, he will be in the final three for the award. But I can never get that. I'm a huge fan of him. He's so good. It's just a shame. He can't stay healthy. He's so good. He's so good. And it's like he... You, and you you get everything like you're you're getting a pass rusher. You're getting somebody drop back in coverage. You can get somebody that can come guard your tight end. Like you're getting everything from him, and he impacts the game. But he can't stay healthy. And the best ability is availability. And ah, uh, I want to take a shot on him for a hundred to one, but I feel like I'm just lighting money on fire. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Uh, we started at a hundred to one. There are a couple of hundred fifty to ones. If you want to go for like a Trayvon Diggs or you want to go for Tredavious White or maybe like Shaquille Barrett. But to be honest, I don't really see it. Most of the players I'm going to give out on this podcast, or I believe all of them, are going to be pass rushers. Just a Mm -hmm. full disclosure there. Uh, I'm going to be getting out a bunch of pass rushers. So I'm not really interested in any secondary guys. I did think maybe of Minka, but I decided not to at 100 to 1, even though I do really like him as a player. But for the mm-hmm. most part, I think I'm mostly, if only, going to take pass rushers. Yeah, that's where I think I'm at with it as well. Like, I'm probably only taking a pass rusher here. Uh, uh, very much. I think that I'm going to, what I'm going to do is we're going to go and we're going to talk about bird dog shorts because there is nobody that I can even sit here and say that I want to put. Maybe, where's Bobby Wagner playing football nowadays? Uh, it's a great question. I got to remember where he went. Uh, Bobby Wagner is now officially playing for the Seahawks. Again, I thought that's what I thought that's what it was, but I didn't want to like get up here and be wrong. But I, I could have sworn that's what it was. Yeah, he, I mean, he got cut, went to the Rams, then came back. I mean, I guess you could sell me. I want to add a hundred to one. He's th- he's thirty two though. Like I, I don't know if I want to take an older linebacker. Yeah. All right. That's it. Can't really give you anything there. It was really bad. I normally always like to get a hundred to one in one category, but can't, there's a couple sixty something range that I'm tempted by, but not a hundred. Yeah. No. All right. Whoa. That was a net. That was nasty. Oh, bird dog shorts, the dad shorts, the khaki shorts, the great shorts, shorts for everybody, shorts that it doesn't matter. It's bird dog shorts. They have swimsuits. They have all this stuff. And it's this anti-stink, anti-sweat, like, man, this soft, stretchy fabric that it doesn't matter if you're doing high knees, if you're hiking up a freaking mountain. You're not having any accidents. Everything is all secure. They even have an inner liner that just makes sure everything is still good inside of there. I love bird dog shorts, and you should love them too. And when you go to get your bird dog shorts, when you go to birddogs.com slash pool, then you can enter promo code pool, P-O-O-L, and get a free Yeti-style tumbler. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, we promise you. All right, let's get to the next tier of players for Defensive Player of the Year. We have a man that is sitting there all alone, Trey Hendrickson at 80 to 1. We have a few 66 to 1s. Trayvon Walker, Rokon Smith, Fred Warner, 
all 66 to one. That was a that was actually like a little bit of a heavy hitter of a category. So we're gonna cap it there. Trey Hendrickson, 80 to one, 66 to one, Trayvon Walker, Roquan Smith, and Fred Warner. But for talent alone, Warner should be a lot lower, right? I mean, yeah, Warner's absolutely. one of the best linebackers in the league. You gotta think his health. You gotta think his health at that point. Yeah, I think it has to be. He did have 79 tackles last year, which is a little bit uh, – that's solo tackles. He had 130 tackles last year, played every game. He's actually – I don't think he's ever missed a game. I think he's played every game in his entire career. He's oh, never played it? less than 16 games in a single season. So durability hasn't really been a concern. You can argue that maybe you want a little bit more with sacks or interceptions, but if the Niners' defense will be one of the best defenses in the league, which it probably will be, he's the leader. So I think that's worth consideration. I was kind of tempted by Roquan Smith solely mm-hmm. because he's in a new place. We've seen Baltimore middle linebackers win the award before, you know, of course, Ray Lewis. But the point is, if Baltimore's defense looks really, really good, like substantially mm-hmm. better than last year, and you want to give credit to somebody who's in a new place, there's a narrative there that Roquan, who had 100 plus tackles last year, could end up being another 120, 130 tackle guy leading a top five defense in the league. Maybe the Ravens with Lamar back win the division and the team's very good. I think Roquan is intriguing at around 66 to one. Now, once again, he doesn't really rush the passer. I feel better about taking a linebacker than a corner for this Uh award. We have seen linebackers win it. I mentioned Keekly winning it in 2013. I think you can make an argument for both linebackers here. Once again, not a big play in terms of money, but 66 to one. I don't mind Warner. I don't mind Smith. If you want to take a spin on two really good players that could have a serious impact on what could be top five defenses in the league. Yeah, no, I, I I think we're on. I mean, honestly, like even you could sell me on Trayvon Walker. Like you could, uh, you know, it, that was a really like, that's a really good tier for just long shots. Like people that are just going against the grain and it's really, does a single if one of these players takes a step in their game from where they're at right now, they are automatically in the category. Like it feels like they're one step in their game, one really good season from putting themselves in the upper echelons of you know defensive players. So I think that was a really, really good tier. I agree with you. I'm probably sprinkling on Fred Warner and Roquan, especially Warner with the fact that he plays almost every single game. Uh yeah, I'm I'm there with you. I, those are the same two picks that I would have took out of here. So yeah, I'm sprinkling on Warner and Smith, both at 6-1. Cool. You want to move on to the next one? Yeah, let's hit up the 50-1s. We got a few of them. Von Miller, Patrick Sertan II, Matthew Judon, Kayvon Thibodeau, Chase Young, Bradley Chubb. One more time, Bradley Chubb, Chase Young, Kayvon Thibodeau, Matthew Judon, Patrick Sertan II, Von Miller, it feels like Chase Young is the outlier here of why is he not like worse odds or better odds or whatever. However you want to take that, he should be probably – we should have been talked about Chase Young already because it doesn't seem like – it seems like there's a possibility he's not even playing for the commanders. I'm season. still not sure what even happened last year. He was supposed to come back in like week eight and he never played. Yeah. They never really explained what happened there. I they, see one and they, guy, and now it's like team. some locker room thing. It's like a locker yeah. room issue. I'm not, I'm not taking like Young. I'm not taking Chubb either. He's in a new environment in Miami. I don't see that happening. 
Mm-hmm. I'll let you make. I'll let. I'll give you a couple minutes if you want to make a case for your guy. I mean, I think that if you're taking a chance on my guy, and for those, well, first of all, do know, you want to make a case for your guy? I think Let's I can. I, yeah, I think I can. I mean, the talent is there, and just the overall of essence of a player is just the fact that he he just has to go out there and do it. And so if he takes another step in his game, like this is year two in the league for him, if he takes another step in his game, he could absolutely, you know, put up a really, you know, big sack season. He was dominant on that side as a rookie. And, you know, his game's only getting better. It's just the only thing with Kayvon Thibodeau is health. Like, that's really the issue is, is he going to be healthy? Is he going to stay healthy? He has had some nicks and bumps and stuff like that going back to his days at Oregon. So, uh, 50 to one, not mad at it. Am I targeting him? Probably not. I think um, it's more of a team style defense this year and no one individual player is going to stack up a bunch of stats, but the whole team as a whole is going to look really good. I'm not really interested either in Thibodeau. Uh, He's had some injury issues in the past. I'm not sure if he's going to play a full 17 and I'm not saying you need to, because we saw TJ Watt win it when he missed a couple games. Mm. He also set the all time single season sacks record. So that's a little bit different, but for the most part, you have to play a lot of games. Thibodeau, even with his burst last year, still missed a decent amount of time. I have too many durability questions. Same thing with Chase Young. Yeah. I actually don't like anybody in this tier more than Fred Warner or Roquan Smith. And that's the previous tier. I'm with you. I, th- I think the 50 yeah. to one range is not great. Yeah. So, all right, we're still rolling with Trayvon. We're not Trayvon, but with Roquan Smith and Fred Warner here. But before we get into the rest, I got to talk to you one more time about underdog fantasy, because if you're not already on underdog, you need to get down on underdog because best ball mania four has like, are you just giving up a chance to win $15 million? Is that what you're doing? Because that's what, what the payout structure they're giving away over $15 million in prizes in Best Ball Mania 4. You I don't know about you, Terrell, to, but I, I kind of want to win $15 million. I would love to win $15 million. Do you know what I would do with $15 million? I would go into Five Guys, and I would tell everybody that's in can hear my voice that it's on me. Absolutely. That is what I would do. Go into Five Guys, tell it's on me. Get what you want. If you want that milkshake, go get that milkshake. It doesn't matter because I just won $15 million. Doing best battle mania four on underdog fantasy. You also have pick'em contests where you can do MLB props, WNBA props, NFL, all of that stuff, all here on underdog. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. That is underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, let's look at the. We got a man sitting there all alone, Joey Bosa at 40 to 1. And then we got a gang of 33 to 1. Jalen Phillips, Rashad Gary is also 33 to 1. Aiden Hutchinson, 33 to 1 there as well. Aiden Hutchinson, Jalen Phillips, Rashad Gary, Joey Bosa. I guess Joey Bosa is the one that people are like, Really? He could do it. Is he going to be healthy? Once again, I'm going to keep repeating myself for all the different tiers. I need guys that can actually stay healthy. Bosa's never been able to stay healthy, so I'm I'm not picking him. Are you? Is there? No, I'm, I, I would much rather take my chance with Roquan or Fred Warner. 
At least they play games. Yeah. Aiton Hutchinson at 33-1. to That one caught my eye. I do want to ask you, does it actually matter how good the defense is? Or as long as your team's good and you have good numbers, it doesn't really matter. Let's go back and look at the history of the award and make that determination. Because I'm looking at it. The Niners' defense was great. The Steelers' defense was great. The Rams' defense was solid. The Patriots' defense, I believe, was very good with Gilmore. Donald's going to do Donald things. Khalil Mack won it in 2016. I don't remember the Raiders having a great defense. I think Mack might have just gone rogue and just destroyed everybody by himself. But for the most part, the Texans' defenses were good with J.J. Watt uh, winning in those three times. That, that 2013 Panthers' defense was good. With Cle- yeah, that was good, too. Cle- you know, the yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it seems like it's a little bit of both. Like, yeah, it's a sheer dominance of that player. But, I mean... you The Cleo Mack one throws me for a loop, though, because I don't remember the Raiders besides Mack being good at defense. Yeah, I think that's... Let's see here. Oh, well, that's not the Raiders. Duh. But, yeah, I think that's uh, essentially it. You got to you gotta be on a good defense. Now, did the Lions do enough to make their defense a good defense this season? I, I think that's still to be determined. I don't think that you looked at them last year and just said that, oh, yeah, they added a couple more bodies and now they're going to be all of a sudden good. I still have questions about the Lions team. That's why I don't think I can get there on Aiden Hutchinson at all. I'm not sure if I can either. Uh, I'm just So just to make sure here, the Raiders, the year that Mac won the award, that was 20. So that's the 2015 season that ended in 2016. That's the 2016 season that ended in 2017. 2015 that ended in 2016. Okay. Uh, no, so, no, I lied. 2016, I ended in 2017. Okay, so they went 12 and four. So the Raiders yeah. were a very good team that year. So yeah, you yeah. basically need to be on a good team. The Lions, once again, I'm a bit down on. So I think I'm with you. I do think he's in line to have a good year, statistically speaking. But the Lions, I brought it up because the Lions' defense was so bad last year. Like, I don't know how many games the Lions are going to win. A lot of people love them to win the division. I just Too don't know how people, you, in my opinion. When is the last time we've seen a defense turn around from like really like you've been we've seen middle of the road defenses become great the next year? When's the last time we've seen a trash defense the year before be great the next year? Like, and, they, and they're not, they're not going to turn around because of Hutchinson because he's already been there. It's and, not like they I mean, in but they did, new. but they they and they did make you know they bring in uh what's old boy from Philly and uh. What's old boy that came over from Philly? C.J. Gardner-Johnson. They bring him yeah. in, and you know they did make efforts in the draft. And yeah, I think it's gonna it's gonna be an improved unit. But I don't know. I just I can't remember the last time that somebody retooled their do- defense that much that they were a really good unit the next year. So yeah. because of that, as they would say on Shark Tank, I'm out. All right. Next tier, 25 and 20 to ones. We have Quentin Williams, Hassan Reddick, Chris Jones, all 25 to one. And then Brian Burns and Aaron Donald at 20 to one. Okay, we're cooking with something here. Well, for the record, I love Donald as a player, but if we just said the team has to be good, how the hell am I going to take Aaron Donald? Like the Rams are supposed to be terrible. I, I don't know how I'm supposed to take Donald. I don't even know what else on the defense there is besides Aaron Donald. Oh, they even traded away Ramsey. I thought Ramsey was a little bit 
slow this past year, and I think he's past his prime, but still, they don't have anything. They got rid of Leonard Floyd as well. Like, they don't have anything on that defense. So I guess in theory, if you think the Rams make the playoffs or something, then Donald might win it by default. But, I mean, nah, I, I can't do it. This Rams team is going to be pretty average at best, probably closer to six wins if I had to guess. Six, seven wins that would you have for this team? Yeah, somewhere around there. Not much. Definitely towards the top end of the draft next year. Well, if they even have a pick. (laughs) All right. Brian Burns interests me. Now, that is one that intrigues me. So we look at... I think that the only thing that could turn me off is the fact of the Carolina might not be a good team. But that defense they might, they is might be good be enough. Good. Like they yeah. may be a nine-win team, and the defense kind of carried them to a lot of those wins. And this is still a top ten defense. Like they have a whole bunch of pieces around this defense, and Burns is going to anchor it. And if he can kind of unleash as a pass rusher and really, really get to the quarterback this season, then yeah, Burn. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Burns just sneaks up and has a really, really good season with a defense that looks like it should be the best that we've seen in years. Yeah, I do want to ask you though, when it comes to pass rushers. How many sacks do you think a player needs to actually have? What's the benchmark for him to have to get serious consideration? Is it 20? Is it like 18? If you had to pick a number. I don't think it's 20. I think it's around... Like 18, couple greater, first fumbles. Greater than 15. Greater than 15, depending okay. on what you're doing everywhere else. But it's I'm asking because Burns set a career high last year with 12 and a half. So he yeah. does need to take a pretty substantial leap forward. I'm not against it. But that is one thing that's given me a little bit of pause. I think he's really good. There's a reason why the Carolina was offered several first-round picks. I think Mm -hmm. it was from the Rams, and they said no. They just kept him because they really like him. But I want to point out that if you think the magic number of sacks is 16, give or take, and he has to go over, he's yet to reach 13 this season. He's improved, but I want to bring that up. Yeah, no, no, I get it. And Like I said, I think that at 20-1 – to it's a stab. I'm still kind of actually still in my tier of the 66 to ones that are really, really enticing me, but it's also because I'm very, very chalky in this award. Uh, but Burns interests me. Chris Jones. I'm not really interested in, in Kansas city. I think Kansas city is the same. I'm kind of tempted because Frank Clark's not there anymore, but I don't think he's going to do enough by himself. Yeah. Uh, Hassan Reddick. Any, I thought about it because he had 16 sacks last year, but that feels like more of a team-oriented defense. I, I don't see one player getting all the credit on that team. And you? any – any oh, no, I don't. Any uh, thing on Quentin Williams, any case you have for Quentin Williams? Uh, the main case is that he wants to get paid, and the Jets have still not officially paid him yet. So if you think that he's going to have himself a serious contract-prove-it situation, I think they're going to pay him anyway. He might hold out in training camp, so maybe you might uh-huh. see the line drop because people might fear he might sit out games. I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to get paid. But I'm not really interested at 25 to 1. It goes back to what I said about the stats. I think Williams is a really, really good player. But when you're looking at uh, – I, I, I just don't know if he's the type of player that typically wins this award. Do you? Yeah, I just – I think it's an edge rusher. 
Like I think it. I think you. Don- Aaron be... Donald's Aaron Donald. He's the best. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like Aaron Donald. It's Aaron Donald and his air, ed, edge rushers. Like it's never anybody else on the interior except Aaron Donald. Matter of fact, the last interior lineman that won the reward besides Aaron Donald, the three years he won it in 2017, 2018, and 2020 was Warren Sapp in 1999. I was gonna guess John Randall. Uh, but Randall never even won it because just because he had a bunch of sacks. But no, yeah, it was uh, Warren Sapp in '99. So yeah, I'm not yeah, picking an interior ridiculous. guy. So yeah, that just turned me off all the way. All right, give me a little sprinkle on Burns twenty to one, hometown Charlotte kid. I'll take that. All right, I'd rather bet on other Char- uh, other Carolina futures personally, but yeah. Uh, I like that. I like that idea too. Okay, maybe not. Burns I just like Bryce Young, Rookie of the Year, or maybe Carolina just win the division, Coach of the Year, something. I, I just think yeah. Carolina is going to be pretty good. Yeah, definitely the best in that division. All right, let's fig- figure out the other of the double digits. We have sixteen to one for Max Crosby and fourteen to one for Sauce Gardner. I would have I would have loved to sprinkle if sauce was the same price as Sertan, I would have sprinkled on him. And I wouldn't be surprised if he was there at one point and and some people hammered him and brought him all the way up here. For comparison, by the way, Sertan is fifty to one. Yes. I don't know if I can pay for sauce at fourteen to one. I just feel like I'm I feel like they're getting over on me, honestly. Like I feel like it's not fair. Why am I only getting fourteen to one? He's a corner. Even though you know he's a how really, many times really freaking good corner. Do you know how many times Deion Sanders won defensive player of the year? Uh, is that a trick question once? That is correct. You won it once. Do you want to know what team he can you guess which team you won it with? Um hmm. it wasn't the Cowboys. Between Atlanta and the 49ers. I'm gonna go 49ers. That is correct. Early in his career, right? It was early in his career, right? One year. One year with the Niners, and he won defensive yeah. he won defensive player. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but, I'm sitting, I'm sitting there like, dang, why do I feel like he was like I'm like, I know he wasn't a Niner for long, but it kind of stuck in my head. Okay, yeah. So he did it early. That that's kind of well, he had a he had an Atlanta tenure before he won. But the point yeah. is Deion Sanders, who's the best corner of all time won the award one time. And it kind of just shows that the issue that Dion ran into was an issue that it's also going to run into, which is why the hell are we throwing at this guy? Like, I don't think he's going to have enough stats. The reason why Gilmore won it with New England is because he had a bunch of interceptions. Because Sauce isn't going to get thrown yeah. at enough, in my opinion. Like, I don't think the stats are going to be there. And even though you could argue, well, you know, he's a great defensive player because they don't throw at him. I said that Dion won one because he had six interceptions that one year with the Niners. I'll ask you another question. Do you know how many defensive players Darrell Revis won? He has one? No. That's my point. Yeah. yeah I was about to he say, doesn't have yeah. one because he has no stats. Because yeah. nobody ever threw it at him. Like I don't think they're going to throw it at Sauce. Do you? Yeah. There's no it, uh, it just doesn't seem like anything he can do. And if they do throw it at him, that's kind of crazy, especially after the season he had last year. You're yeah, actually and Dion once wild. again won it because he had six interceptions in addition to being dominant. 
Revis was so good, nobody even bothered. He shut down like a bunch of elite Hall of Fame wide receivers, no accolades, besides all pro stuff, whatever. He's not winning the award. Just simply put, it's not going to happen. Yeah. All right, Mass Crosby, 16 to 1. And the Raiders' defense is going to suck. We talked about it before. They're, they're, yeah. the, this team isn't going to stop anybody. I like him as a player, but if the yeah, Raiders he, are going to win, he'll probably what, have like, a really good individual season, but I just don't. I think it'll fall on deaf ears. How many games do they win? Like six? I think they're over under. Is that six and a half? And Saying who's the quarterback right over? now? Allegedly Garoppolo off surgery. Yeah. yeah. They're not winning ones. many games. So, no. All right. Let's finish with the cream of the crop in the top of the tier. Nick Bosa, 9-1. Miles Garrett, plus 750. Micah Parsons, plus 650. And TJ Watt, top of them all, 6-1. to one. You got one pick from here. Who is defensive player of the year? Okay. Well, first things first, I will eliminate a couple of players just to go through my thought process here. I'm going to eliminate Nick Bosa. I don't think a back a player is going to win this back to back. Just simply put, I don't I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, to look at the history of the award, you ended up having Donald win it back to back in 2017, 2018. JJ Watt won it in 2014, 2015. Besides that, though, it is very very rare to win back to back times. You try to space it out, give everybody their own love, and because of that, I don't think Bosa is going to win it. So I'm tossing Bosa out. As for Miles Garrett, I love him as a player. But the Browns are not going to be good enough. So I'm not going to pick him either. Which takes me to TJ Watt, and it takes me to Micah Parsons. Now, TJ Watt has had some injury issues, but he won the award anyway because he set the all-time sack record in the season. Parsons has the narrative, which is this guy almost won it last year, didn't get it. Maybe we'll give it to him this time. If I had to give it to one guy... Ah, that durability concern for Watt is there. But I also just think T.J. Watt is just an absolute demon. I think I'm going to go with T.J. Watt. He was injured last year, didn't play much, which is concerning. I guess the argument is he shouldn't be the favorite because he's injured a decent amount, but he's played at least 15 games in every season except the last season. He had 14.5-plus sacks in three of the last four years, 22 and a half. Pittsburgh's defense is always good. I guess the argument, though, is that the team's not going to be good enough. They might no, be a playoff team. No. See, and that's and that's where, yeah, that's what I was saying. I think they're probably a playoff team. Like, I think they sneak in in seven, maybe six. Uh, I think Baltimore is going to win the division. But I think Pittsburgh is going to be right you behind You still got them. Cincinnati in there, too, though, so that's the point. It's a bit tricky. I think Cincinnati is three. Okay. Either way, point is that it's but it's, it's, it's saying is but yeah, and it's I think they're all but I think they all make the playoffs. Like I think they get three teams in and they all make the playoffs. And probably I mean, well, maybe the Steelers are probably the third team in out of that division, but I think it's still a really good season. And I mean, man, TJ Watt just looks like like completely healthy. He just looks like a man possessed. And I think that's just somebody that I'm willing to take the shot on. And I said it early on, I teased it very, very chalk with this award. It doesn't get any chalkier than taking the favorite, but I think that fully healthy is clear-cut going to be T.J. Watt, and this is the best odds you're going to get all season. And even Parsons got banged up last year. The problem that I have with Parsons is he's not, he's not a full-time pass rusher. Well, he is so, now. I'm saying now he is. We'll see if that lasts the entire year, if some injuries impact the linebacking core. 
Parsons, though, I think he's great, obviously. He's one of the favorites to win the award. But if Pittsburgh makes the playoffs, it's because of the defense. Because their quarterback yeah. is still a guy that I don't really trust and pick it. The Cowboys still have a good offense. They still have Pollard. They still have Lamb. They still have a lot of weapons. Brandon Cooks. You got Dak in there. They can make the playoffs by scoring a bunch of points. If Pittsburgh's going to make the playoffs under Tomlin, this defense will finish probably top three in points allowed per game. I mean, it if you look at like this team making the playoffs this year opposed to last year, TJ Watt is the difference maker. I mean, yeah. yes. Okay, so they have Broderick Jones, they have Joey Porter, you know, well, they what's got the record them early they have. Here. I forgot and, the exact numbers. What are they like one in nine when TJ doesn't play or something? It's something yeah, absurd. Like they're if TJ Watt comes back and that defense looks really good, it's because TJ Watt came back. Yeah, like, pretty much. That's that's what it is, and that's how you win an award. There, it it just feels like this is. We could have fun with some of the other awards, but this one just feels like it's chalky and it's going to be TJ Watt. That's and then the I narrative is me. there. Yeah, the narrative is there for your nobody wins it back to back because if TJ Watt was healthy last year, he would have won it back to back. I was going to talk myself out of it, but I feel like I kind of have to consider it, which is why I pivoted to maybe considering Minka at a hundred to one. But he had six interceptions last year, and he got no buzz whatsoever, even when Pittsburgh was good. I I want to make a case against TJ because of the injuries and the back-to-back angle. But once again, if Pittsburgh's going to be good, it is because of the defense, and it is because TJ Watt is an absolute maniac. Yeah. So I think I am on Watt in the end. All right. Huh. Let's give out a little bit of – let's recap. What the heck we actually said. We're we saw a here. lot of this eye to eye. Yeah, we did. It really did. So we have TJ Watt on our card. We said that we're we're throwing him up there. Yeah. Do you want to make a case uh, for Bose or anybody else? I know you said one per group, but do you like any of the other guys? Uh I want Garrett if the Browns are good, but they're I not would say good. I would take Bosa at nine to one just because I think that I can get better odds. Through it. Like I, this is the okay. best that Bosa would be, and at some point yeah. he's going to be like two, three to one before an injury, and I can get out at that point. So I would take Bosa because of that because I truly think I'll get a couple of good games, and then I can get out the ticket. Also, the Watt argument back to back goes out the window because Bosa won it last year, so that's not yes. a concern for me. Yes, we have coming down. Yeah, I'm not going to get there on Burns. I'm very close, but I'm not going to get there on Burns. I'm not interested in Donald. So, wow, did we? we all, did we go all the way back to six? Eh. Yeah. I, I, did you get there on Hutchinson? I didn't get there. No, I, I didn't. Yeah, I'm out. All right. Uh, so we're back all the way to sixty-six to one with Fred Warner and Roquan Smith. I mean, for the record, I'm not a fan of betting defensive player of the year because not only do you have to stay healthy the entire season, you also have to put up a bunch of numbers which are completely out of your control. At least offensive player of the year, the guy's going to have the ball a decent amount. You know vaguely what an offense is going to run. You don't know what the hell is going to happen with defense. You need <laughs> they so could, many variables to They could to run go the right. ball on the opposite side of that. Yeah, like you need so many season. variables to go right that um, defensive player is probably the award that I'll have the least amount of skin in. But that's why I'm taking some long shots that I like in general and why I'm looking at the favorite. But there's a reason why I only mentioned three guys. It's because defensive player is such a crapshoot. I'd rather bet on other awards. Yeah. All right. Those are three guys. TJ Watt, 6-1. to one. Fred Warner, Roquan Smith, 6-6-1. Six, six Don't like that, but NBA, we're good. 
Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? Not really. Uh, I'm trying to think if we have any awards left or if we covered them all. I guess comeback player, but no, it's, go- it's, it's going it's to one guy. Damar Hamlin. It's going like, to one guy, so he's it, minus 300. Like That's not I, even worth going through. I don't agree that he should get it, but it depends if he plays him. No, but he just has to take one snap. Like it's just one snap. That's it. Like he doesn't even have to do anything. He just has to take the snap. And I don't agree with that. I really like, I think that takes away from, I I don't want to like, I'm not trying to shit on Demar Hamlin, but I do think that does take away from the essence of the award a little bit. Then again, I don't know if the award even means anymore because Geno Smith came back from being bad. So I don't know what the (laughs) award even means anymore. Right. (laughs) Like was Gino was Gino injured or was he just a bad player? Like I, I don't I don't know. So I don't I don't know if we can do comeback. Wait 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 wait. I need the answer to this. I don't think he was injured. Like oh I was against God. giving it to him the whole year. I wanted it to go to like McCaffrey or somebody. And then Gino won wait, it. It's like yeah, where, he came back from being a bad quarterback, and now he's actually pretty good. But I don't know how that's a comeback story. Okay, wait. He was he was playing for Seattle. Wait, but no, that's when was that was when Russ got hurt? Yeah, he, he was, was the backup. backup. He didn't come back from so, anything. So he, he just, came he just got back. From... Oh wow! He came back from a promotion. Like that, wow, that's the I problem that happened to come back. I haven't. I don't think I've realized that, man. No, that's why oh, I was God. against him getting it. But then again, then it turns into a sob story. You try to just give it to the person with the most painful background, and, and then it becomes the Alex Smith. Oh, but okay, well. Hamlin, Hamlin's going to win it. I'm not going to bother. I mean, he's just going to win the award. There's really not much more when to add When you retire there. the show, you can just add defensive gear slash. Yeah, I know. That's so uh, – I don't like it, but – well, I think, I think, you're, I think we're both right. obviously right. He's minus 300. He's going to win it. So I don't think we're yeah, going, going to, to do win. comeback player. I think we're just No, going, just put it – so literally, you should do that. Like, you should put comeback player on the end of this and then – Yeah. Yeah, just so nobody even yeah. All right. Nobody even knows it. Just put comeback player on it and and, and we did. We this was the conversation. Damar Hamlin's gonna win. You either lay minus three hundred or you don't. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right. If you haven't already, make sure you follow us at SGP and NFL. Make sure you're following and subscribed and liking the videos on YouTube, NFL Gambling Podcast at YouTube.com. And uh, make sure you're leaving reviews wherever you get your podcast. Leave reviews for the NFL Gambling Podcast. We're ramping stuff up. We're ramping up content. We're about to get these Futures episodes out. We're going to be doing a lot more offseason stuff as we roll into the National Football League. He's at Rachel Radio. I'm at Real underscore underscore. And I don't have anything else to say. Nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. Just going to end it like this. We are out of here. Peace.